Hey, you guys didn't know it was that easy. Just give us a call at uh, (laughs) cakeandshoulderpads.com. Why are we getting all these calls? I don't understand. Wes. <laughs> That's our new producer, Wes. Hi. We did a proper introduction. Hi, Wes. Hi. Adam moved away. Whatever, Adam. Adam. We miss we you still love so you. We much, miss Adam. You. Um, but we've got Wes now. <laughs> Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on foxy yet dodgy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final final girl. girl. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Julia. I'm Terry. And this week we're going to be talking about a film from 1988, The, the Kiss. Kiss. The title for this episode is I Want I Some, want some Fritos. Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, thanks, Meredith Salinger. Thank you, Meredith She's Salinger. the star of this movie and runs the show on this and is wonderful. We're such big fans of hers. Is there anything more adorable than Meredith Salinger? Because I don't think there is. No, honestly, no. Like, obsessed with the journey of Natty Gann, mm-hmm. like, forever. Dream a little dream. Um, she's also one of the orphans in Annie. Yes. The orig- like, one of my favorite films of all time. Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon. We could keep <gasps> going. She's incredible. She's a goddess. And we're going to talk about how beautiful she is a lot in this because they focus a lot on it and man she's fucking beautiful even though we feel a little uncomfortable because i still didn't look that up that was my one job today i think was to look up how old she was when this came out but i was like it's very strange she's stunning we'll, pre- we'll pretend she's legal and then she's we won't 18 feel, at least we won't feel so creepy right um so the this film was made for six million dollars okay it made 1.8 million dollars ouch yeah didn't do ouch. very well but it is on YouTube and on the internet, and people are watching that And thing. we've talked to people, and the, everyone remembers it. They remember that white bathing suit is what they remember. You've got a lot of white bathing suit fans yep. and red bathing suit fans, mm-hmm. and basically Meredith and bathing suit fans out yeah. there. This is the movie for you. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. The tagline for this movie, I'm sorry. Yes, tagline. Uh, just one kiss to pass the curse. Yeah. yeah, I get why it made 1.5 if that's your tagline. Yeah, that's not, not a great tagline. You can try line. a little harder with that one. That doesn't even explain really, like, yeah, the, kind t- of the, the title of is, it. Uh, and the poster is, uh, like, if you have Meredith Salinger, like, put her on the poster, like, big time, and she's That's really, all you would need. Yes. But it's the, not, it's the, it's the like villain, a, right? It's like a, yeah, woman's face, mm-hmm. kind of an uninspired kind of poster. Uh, but this movie takes place, starts out in the Belgian Congo in 1963. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this can't be good. I know. You see, like, tusks. And monkeys, and I was like, "Oh, this is all like illegal stuff now, and trade, and this does not look like it's going to be good." It just reminds me of the beginning of uh, Dead Alive, where it's like Sumatran rat monkeys, and you just know something bad's going to happen. And we have the dark-haired little girl and the mm-hmm. white, light-haired little girl who are being pulled apart now. One will stay, one will go on the train to the sanitarium. Yep, because she is not doing well. And monkeys at the beginning of anything after twenty-eight days later, yeah. Uh, is never a good sign. Just it's true. FYI. There's a lot so, of monkey like horror movies, like, like monkey shines like the, and that kind of stuff where it's as the precursor, the evolutionary precursor. Sorry guys. She was 17. Oh, oh. 
Well, like she in in California, what is the legal age 16, consent though? I think I it is well, Nevada. I don't know what it is. Well, see, we're cool. We're okay. It's I mean, know where you watch it. Sure, she was close like, enough. Close enough where I don't feel like terrible because she wasn't like because she was taking first communion in this movie, and I was like, she kind of old for that. But I think maybe her like maybe it was a fight with the parents before mm. she finally got to that like or something. I don't know. Because so usually we, I'm much younger. Start on the train, and uh, the aunt is taking the little girl to the sanitarium where she's going to teach her how to flirt with the doctors. Uh, but she has this really scary artifact that she has in her purse. Yeah, it looks this- like a creepy like. Uh, uh, like cock uh, doodle do like <laughs> rooster <laughs> i think that's like that's not what i thought you were gonna say no <laughs> there's like a crazy tongue that comes out it just does not look like something you want to have with you and you, there's this oh, mysterious like bad omen birthmark mm-hmm. on her arm which she covers up uh and the little old uh little girl falls asleep and wakes up to the aunt old and like possessed and kind of falling apart and she looks bloody. Like, like the mummy or something or like some weird creature like from that era or and something comes in and mm-hmm. kisses her and then when they come back they find the kiss is like hey! it's soul sucking yeah it's like sucking your life force out mm-hmm. like uh succubus like sleepwalkers yep. or mm-hmm. cat's eye or any number of mm-hmm. cats stealing your breath naming movies i could name yep uh so when the crew when the crew train crew comes back in they just find this kind of decimated bloody skeleton it's a bloody train car but the little girl gets off the train and she suddenly looks quite vivacious her hair is she looked now dead when she got on the train she basically looks very sick and now she looks vivacious and blushing her hair is kind beautiful. of curly and it wasn't before it was she, like straight and what does she have under her arm but this scary artifact she's holding on to it yep let's flash forward mm-hmm. 25 years later to albany new york where we meet amy halloran aka Meredith salinger yes. who is getting her for confirmation is it yeah it's a confirmation how old are you for your confirmation that's not first communion that's like no that's later i guess that's later i don't know what confirmation okay so i'm not religious so this really threw me but confirmation uh gives her the thing to drink and then slaps her face what is that that's not normal that's not normal no that was weird to me okay what was i feel like i've gone to a confirmation i don't remember any slapping happening old school i also that priest Again, I'm thinking about like priests from some of our other things like the Omen and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And like this priest seemed kind of dubious. Do you know what I mean though? Because like he was too sexy to be a priest. You have to either go with priests. You either have like dubious priests or you have like the super devout priest. Right. right? So I guess that's a horror movie thing. So Mm -hmm. watch out for like kind of dubious priest is what I would say. Because if there's a dubious priest, some shit's going down because god is not happy and some <laughs> devilly thing is about to happen so uh-huh. that might be the tip is look out for dubious priests but after your con- and after your dubious, <laughs> dubious priest confirmation what do you have mm-hmm. a wacky 80s pool party oh my god where you're hanging out by the pool in a sweet ass red swimsuit yay meredith talking to your friend about like horny sexy things uh-huh. and then like you look over and your parents are totally hot for each other but then all of a sudden you look over and you see your mom kind of flirting with the like hot priest very strange party yes and then but who shows up to drop off the cake but the ever beautiful Terry. Terry Terry O'Connell and Terry I was very excited because his name is Terry and yep. that happens to be my name too I don't know if you know and um, I might have like taken pulled some clips of her just saying Terry a lot in the movie I'm like just to hear my name or say my name it's hilarious Terry really showed me on her phone she <laughs> downloaded clips from the movie of Meredith Salinger saying Terry so she could hear her it's <laughs> It's kind of creepy, but also amazing. <laughs> I was just 
doing it for you guys. Uh-huh. I'm doing it for you guys out there listening to the show. No, that's so not, I can post later. That's not what she told me. Because it's hilarious. Shut up. <laughs> now this just got awkward. Now I'm just nervous because like if Meredith finds out that I'm t- anyway. There's so no weird. there's no creepiness. We're not creepy. We just like you. I just and love her so much and just the journey of Nan again was very informative in my life. Sure. And okay. So then Terry O'Connell comes in, he's got these amazing pink shoulder pads and this it's great his work jacket ponytail from the crazy cakes was crazy spelled with cake. a k mm-hmm. <laughs> but he loses his stud earring into the cake and meredith salinger finds it and does a cute little suck off the frosting she sucks off his frosting yeah. i mean and then he puts it in his mouth after she just put it in her mouth it is a lot for like this moment because she's also the goody good girl because she's having her confirmation yes and she's just put this crucifix on her neck from her mom that was passed down through the family mm-hmm. so this is the crucifix we saw at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. um on hillary and felice like that they exanged and so but she's the good girl who's got the naughty friend so she's intrigued by naughtiness yeah her friend gone over to that line <laughs> yes um and so then mom oh we have this mom's driving because she her she she has this note from because felice felice back in town back in and town. wants to come see her and like amy didn't even know aunt felice existed this is crazy so she has no idea that she had this aunt so she's like 16 like imagine like and, you're 16 year old and you find out your, your mom's had a sister you've never heard about it would blow your mind yeah completely and be like why did you not tell me and then what happened because yes. that's what i really want to know is what happened uh-huh. and amy eventually wants to know what happened too but mom is trying to prevent this and she's worried about fleece so she's going to town gives dad a bogus story about why she's going like flirts with her like her husband and then she goes into town and she starts looking at guns yep you're like oh no mom's not fucking around like she's gonna kill her sister like ooh, this is not good what's going on but in the midst of trying to shop for this gun she's standing in front of this window and all of a sudden a freaking big ass truck comes through and hits mom through the window and she is trapped underneath this truck and she's like bloody and there's a glass everywhere and she's trying to roll out but she's trying glass. to get out but the glass and so she's just cutting herself as she's trying to get out of it and then all of a sudden she gets pulled out from underneath it by these people after a series of other unfortunate things happen around her like it looks like this car's gonna blow up yeah but this shot that they do is incredible because it's shot through like the rear view window like mirror of the car it's a very Mm -hmm. unusual shot but they they are going to pull her out from under the car when they do one of their legs left behind one of her legs is yeah totally left on the ground that that got a wow out of me me too i was like wow good job i did not anticipate that (laughs) far beyond what i thought was going to be getting for in this movie and so i 100 did not anticipate that based on what had started before nope did not know i was going to see a leg left on the ground no and then but i thought she was dead but no they sent her they go to the hospital they get her to the hospital at least but no, she doesn't make it doesn't to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So we go to the funeral and burying mom and very sad. And then we, five months later, well, at the funeral though, we do see a little glimpse of a very mysterious lady. lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, five months later, we finally see the infamous white bathing suit. So they have a pool in the back of their house here at the uh, Amy's house, and there's a they they make sure you know that she likes to swim. She loves to swim. Mm-hmm. They've talked about this a little bit before, even though she wasn't swimming in the first scene, but she loves having the pool and she loves to swim and just enjoys all of this. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, dad's trying to be a good dad and talk to her about it because, you know, mom's gone. It's just the two of them now. And, uh, but you can tell. But dad's already... drinking. It's 11 a.m. And she's worried about him drinking right now. Yeah, And she's trying to be like cute and funny about it. But she's also like, hey, dad, 
like uh, what's going on and he like confides in her that like business is not great because mom was like the business manager and kept all the books for the company and because she's not there things are kind of falling apart because he's not able to keep up doing his job as well as doing the stuff that mom was doing before because she really helped that family together so, but luckily, uh, mom's best friend Brenda is around to help out with the kind of stuff. The neighbor and lady. Mm-hmm. So they have this incredibly. This scene is like the wackiest scene in the, in the film, in my opinion. They go in. She's watching Blonde Venus. So they have mm-hmm. this whole Marlena Dietrich conversation about with the gorilla. Why she just like a gorilla, and it's because of style. And they have like this. They they show a lot of Blonde Venus. Yeah, in it. I was like, okay, interesting. But then. Got it going into a let's make a tomato sandwich and then talk about how Brenda lost her virginity story. No, but right before hold on, don't forget that she walked in with the freaking chainsaw or oh, whatever, like the, tr- the, the trimmer, the hedge yeah, trimmer. Bushwhacker thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we've got a bushwhacker that's definitely going to come back later. I was like, oh, yeah. thank you for the intro mm-hmm. of that. We're going to definitely see this, this bushwhacker later. Okay. Gorilla Marnulina Dietrich, tomato sandwich. Lost virginity of uh, mom's best friend Brenda. Yeah, because he w- and he was wearing a glow in the dark condom. Uh, so she laughed at the dick because it was like, on, with a glow in the dark condom. I can't imagine talking about that with my mom's best friend. I would rather do that scene with my mom's best friend. It would not mom. happen with my mom. My mom and I had to talk when I was 22. Hi, mom. You're never listening oh. to this show. <laughs> um, she doesn't, clearly. No. She doesn't like, I mean, like, she doesn't like scary anything. And, um, <laughs> It probably would be my mom's best friend and not my mom. So I totally 100% get that. But, it, you know, because Amy's starting to blossom and now there's a boy that she's interested she's in. She's into this cake boy, Terry. She gets free cake. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about how much uh, I like snacky cakes. I understand. I mean, if you had a snack cake hookup and he works at the mall in the food court. Yeah, like The cool, cool part of the mall. 1980s. I mean, he is literally the dream. He's got the shoulder pads. He's got the earring. Got the cake. Mm-hmm. Got the little stud in his ear. He's adorable. <laughs> he's got shoulder pads. He's got cake. We're in. That's all we need. Um, so they meet. Finally, we meet Felice. Uh, they meet her at Mom's grave, where yeah. they come up, and suddenly there's what, crazy. There's that lady we saw at the funeral. Who is that lady? Sexy, foxy, cat-like looking lady. She's hot as hell. She's so eighties, nineties model. Mm-hmm. Like she's giving me like a little like Parlina, which took over, whatever. Yeah. Like Linda Evangelista. Like mm-hmm. she's giving us all that kind of like eighties, nineties supermodel, but European, they, the they high cheekbones. Stick them in those huge baggy outfits in the eighties, though. Yeah, but then they would be like, we'll be naked in swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean, though, for, like, next picture? So yeah, that's true. That's kind of the dichotomy of the 80s, I feel like. Uh, so mm-hmm. Heather and uh, Amy decided to go to the mall. Yeah, as they I, do, because yeah. they're teenagers and they want to go see Terry. They want to go see Terry at the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Heather has this really, like, bulky outfit that she wears in to say hello to everybody and then comes and strips it off and is wearing, like, mini skirt and tank top in her mall outfit. Did you ever wear special outfits to the mall? Because I would get dressed up specifically. I definitely thought about what I was going to wear to the mall because you knew you were probably going to see somebody from school there and mm-hmm. you're probably going to see, like, a cute boy or two there and yeah. you want to make sure you look cute. And yes. Yeah. And I also worked at the mall in high school. <gasps> Did you? Hell, yeah, girl. Hello. I live that dream. Okay. Um, I worked at Miller's Outpost, folding jeans and t-shirts. <laughs> kids in, the kids of America are like, what is that? Miller's it became like Amber Blue. It's like Gap, which is not, and none of these things are around anymore. It was like jeans and t-shirts, basically <laughs> glorified. And I folded jeans and t-shirts all day. Like, oh my God. And like worked at the mall and like Carlsbad. You, and wow. Like, lived the dream. 
I did. I got hit on by like, I was thinking about like, um, like in 28 Days Later, the mm-hmm. military guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally remember being like 13 or 14, going to the beach, like not too far from where I worked at the mall, okay. and getting hit on by military dudes because we were right by a base. That's creepy. It's all very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 I used to wear the mall. I, like, if I was like, oh, we're going to the mall, I would have to like put mm-hmm. on the different outfit. You think and, about like, it. Make sure I look fly. You might get hit on there. You might get hit on even Definitely got proposed to in the mall while I was I'm, working. Wow. Yeah. Who knows if you would have taken that proposal where you could that be now. That was a definite no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard, Hard no. no. Hard, Hard no. no. Hard Mall no. proposal. Uh, Gotta be a no. <laughs> then we have uh, an escalator scene. Okay. Yeah. Can I share this, Julia? Please. Or should I save this for the Patreon? No, please. I had some escalator trauma in my life. Oh, I, I want to hear it, please. When I was about five or six years old, I was at the mall and I fell on an escalator <laughs> and I literally got one of those cuts that look like a monster had scraped the front of my leg. Okay. And like, I remember that having that cry where I lost my skin on the front of my leg. And you know that cry where you don't have any noise at first? Uh-huh. I did that. Okay. And then like a few minutes later... Just bald, uh-huh. but it was like a, a scar for a long time. Okay, and anytime I see escalator stuff in movies, as soon as I saw the close-ups of that thing, I was like, escalator trauma. I think I wrote that in my notes. I was like, oh. I was like, no, you have a little escalator, PTSD. elevator, escalator trauma. I do. It's on the escalator. I know. Again. I was like, no, especially when they did close because it looks like a mouth, right? Yeah. And that's what it looked like on me. It looked like an animal had like ripped my leg apart. So because this scene I, was- I, I had um shoes that were a little too big for me that had gotten caught in like the front thing and I ended up tripping and falling Aww. on that thing and it, like and it kept going yeah. and it's like I'm sorry to hear that no it's fine but as soon as I saw it I was like <gasps> so how do no! you feel about this sequence it was very well done and it was exactly what I was like that's what I'm worried about I was like you can get stuck things happen that shit your happens can get caught and then mm-hmm. it starts digging into your throat and you can't breathe and it's on your face and it's cutting in your so face so kids be careful when you step on an escalator um, so- PSA from Aunt Terry <laughs> I read in Bot Magazine, which I used to subscribe to when I was growing up, um, that Corey Haim and Corey Feldman were at the mall together and that Corey Haim fell and he got caught in the escalator and Corey Feldman had saved him. And I always felt really good about that story. And I was like, yeah, the Corey's like sticking up for each other. And then when I finally got on Twitter, I tweeted it to Corey Feldman. And I was like, hey, did this really happen? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, and I felt really bad. Cause like, I, I, dream, I, drive, on, I, made up. I believed it for so long, Bot Magazine, you bastards. <laughs> you they probably lying based bastards. it off of this because Meredith is in it. And then yeah. they all did that movie together. Dream Little Dream. Oh. Shout out. Uh, that movie makes no sense, but I love it. I love it so much too. Just that seeing Michael Meredith Jackson dance sequence. Oh, we're getting off topic. Sorry, back um, to the movie. So elevator thing happens. Amy's jacked up. She her she, face gets cut up, and she ends up in the hospital. Because the thing is that she said that um, she had um, basically offered to let Amy spend the night at her house because Amy felt uncomfortable with Aunt Felice, and Aunt Felice made sure Heather did not make it home so that so Amy would have to come, would home. Have to come home. And when she comes home, she finds her dad and Felice throwing out mom's stuff, packing it up. That won't like be upsetting. days after the funeral? Uh, it's months later. But still. Oh, yeah, five months. Yeah, that's true. So, but still, she didn't have a, like an opportunity to go through the stuff. That's You need to go with talk with your kids Bad before news. you throw out so all that stuff. So should we have her angrily bush trimming with the machine? We're going to bring that machine in case you forgot. I love that they. I love that. I was like, yeah, just. I know. I was like, mm, bring it back again. Bring it back. We Let's have see this. that bushwhacker. And then Amy kind of sneaks into Felice's room, starts going through the suitcase, finds her portfolio, looks through that, finds the crazy, finds her voodoo stash, voodoo stuff. Not, she's she's got like a full voodoo stash. She's right. got like a little like smudge bowl and like some other stuff. And she finds Heather's sunglasses with some blood on them. 
mm-hmm. um, looks like it, some little ritual had happened. But And I love how Meredith Salinger looks so sweet, but has that fire to her because at this point she's like, to coast her dad, she's like, no, out. I want her out. And she's like, I don't trust a bitch. She's yeah. like, I don't trust her. I don't want her in my house. I feel uncomfortable and with so her And so he's like, you're threatened. The- so he's worried because like, it's five months later, there's a new woman in the house after her mom. And he thinks it's more like a territorial thing that's going on, which but is Dad's such a dude thing. And like, it's already- but he's also under the spell too, because she's been making them these juices. We, if we learn anything uh, from, from like Rosemary's baby, you don't know, drink the smoothies, don't drink the smoothies. And if someone is like of dubious or unknown origin shows up mm-hmm. that her mom didn't trust. Yes. She knows her mom her didn't knows, trust. Cause... She knows her mom didn't trust. She shouldn't be drinking it either, but no. they're drinking like, and she's pumping them up with all the stuff. So we don't know what's in there. So she's totally drugging them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then dad, dad and Fleece have been doing a little, mm, little. They've been getting mm, very close. Uh-huh. A little cozy. A little too close. And I wrote, no, I think there's 10 to zero, 10 O's. O's. No. no, dad. Now she's kissing him. And I was like, oh, no, this is not good. So this sequence is very interesting. So you have a mm-hmm. cut back, back and forth between dad and Felice having sex and then uh, Amy, who is sitting in anatomy class. So she's trying to sort of start to hallucinate where she sees this anatomy doll and she sees the heart beating within it. And then the nose is starting to bleed. And she's and she's sensing what's happening with Dad and Fleece, but I can't tell what the reaction is. I can't tell if she's getting sick, if she's hallucinating, if she feels uncomfortable, if she's feeling as if she's losing her virginity because that's why she's bleeding. That's when what she I thought. Up is like now he's having sex with her in some way. I thought that. Yeah, I thought because Felice is trying to infiltrate the family right? because she she's not really over. related for real. Like sure. she's whatever she is, and so I wrote weird science lesson. <laughs> Um, well, Weird is science. science, exactly. Dun, 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 dun. And so, um, as the statue bleeds, it's like stigmata, is what I thought about too, because it's like she's in a Catholic school. The, it's the priest who's giving the science lesson, right? So she's seeing, you know, the like statue bleeding, like it's like a Mother Mary statue bleeding or something like that. So I, I was giving like creating like all these like religious iconic like okay. conic curvy whatever right. connections, and um, and then all of a sudden she has this like crazy gusher of a period. I just think that because Felice was trying to infiltrate her, she did it by way of the father, like the father to the daughter. But then the dad's having sex with her, kind of? Kind of, which is... It's like your dad like popped a cherry and that's why she's like bleeding when she stands up? I guess, which I can't was really tell uncomfortable. From her face if she's enjoying it, if she's in pain, if she's She's confused. not enjoying it, she's in pain because that's why they had the scene earlier with Brenda where she talks about, and she says, did it hurt? And she says, uh, I was in the worst pain ever. Right. And so she looks like she's sweating and she looks like she's in pain. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she is and she leaves because she looks like she just had her cra- a crazy period. So she goes to run to talk to Brenda, Brenda. who's thankfully a nurse and is like, what is happening to mm-hmm. me? I just, I'm bleeding. I don't know what this is. And also this woman is taking over my life. And this is where she yells, our our, our title, which is, I want some Fritos. I want a fucking Diet Coke because she because she's been feeding her all these health foods and health she's food been giving us all these juices. She doesn't want that. She wants her Fritos. God mm-hmm. damn it! I understand that Fritos are delicious. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to the food court. They are delicious, and she goes to the <laughs> thank you. And she goes to the, she's Fritos sitting. could sponsor us too. Thank you. We love hey, Mr. Fritos. Kipling and Fritos. Ding. Um, so she goes to the food court Hanging where she's out, like alone, thinking, just alone, just, and then Terry comes up behind her and scares the shit out of her and jump scares her. Doesn't know that she's been going through all of this trauma and just wants to like, hey, we can, maybe we can make out a little. But Terry seems to be a good guy. He's yeah. like, let's go somewhere and talk. They go out to a playground. He's on and, board. And she lays out what she thinks and he's like, okay, all right, let's do something about it. He's like, I'll go to her hotel and I'll fuck her up. I'll scare her. And she's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. It's fine. 
Don't, don't do, do that. that. But I just want you to know this is kind of what my life right now, and it's a little crazy. And he's but like, all right. Terry's going to be a man. He's going to see what he can do about it. So he just drives straight to the hotel. It's like, she. I love it so much because she's staying at like a like the, the plaza. She's staying at like the most like innocuous hotel. And when he opens the door, it's like the craziest voodoo ritual set up in that room. But he, I like his setup, too, because he wore his crazy cakes outfit and brought a cake in there like as a premise, like, I'm sneaking in. He's like, I'm on a mission. But, and like he did it like, you know. Yeah, I'm just delivering great. this cake, guys. It's yeah, totally, totally legit. Totally. That's that could be like you can sneak in so many places if you have a cake and like your crazy cakes like coat on. Yeah, you'd be like, mm-hmm. I have a delivery. You can go it anyway. This is our. This is how we do it. This exactly is exactly right. I don't know what we're gonna do with it, but we can come up with something. Done. Uh, Done. But she's doing this crazy voodoo ritual, and I I like to think that because the thing about hotels is like anything could happen in that room that you've been in and you have no idea. Like things like this probably happen where they walk in and are like, what the fuck is this? Like, like what happened in here? Shrunken monkey mm-hmm. head and she's Reminds all me painted crazy. Reminds me of Blue Crush in the, in the hotel room is blue all jacked up. Crush. Sorry. Random. <laughs> I thought you meant Blue Juice. <laughs> no. Blue Crush were like the, like the football players jacked up the room and then like like Kate Botsworth had to come in and clean it and like Michelle Rodriguez was like, oh my God, they're disgusting. Anyway, it's terrible. Check it out. Hi guys. Uh, but do check out Blue Juice. Yeah. Also uh, terrible. But so, and, so Terry of course freaks out mm-hmm. runs back to hotel or uh, to a phone booth calls amy and it was like your aunt's a fucking freak show She's you're like, right so, like something out of fright night fright night totally which i love nice. a little check with the fright night because it did feel that way and she does seem a little fright nighty but because we know earlier that he has a tendency to lose his little stud now what's on her altar she's gonna do a little voodoo on poor terry so he gets in his car and he tries to get away but she's got this weird like cat avatar thing that we noticed earlier because brenda did mention earlier that it's she like was allergic her familiar it's her familiar but it's like a, it's like the cat from house it's all like crazy it's crazy looking cat it's it's and it just tears the fuck out of Terry. And so it's like tearing at him and he's trying to drive and he can't drive. Because he's got this like ragtop like Jeep and it reaches through the ragtop and creatures, reaches through and like tears it up and tears up his face. And he's trying to fight it off and he hops out of the Jeep and then all of a sudden a Mack truck. Boom. Pancake. Sorry, Terry. Sorry, Terry. But not this Terry. Oh, I'm still here. You're still here. Mack truck. Oh, no. Again, 10 O's. Okay. Amy's but, supposed to stay with Brenda that night because her dad is strangely got to go out of town mm-hmm. because he's gotten this hookup from uh, Felice to go like be an architect for like this crazy like But Amy lab. figures it out and is like and just straight out says like you fucked her and he slaps her across the face and you're like, ooh, things are going bad in this family. Things are going real bad. The trust is eroded. But if you can't trust your dad at this point, like you, after all you've been through, and it's like when I'm sure he's given her the speech about, you know, it's just you and me now. No, mom's not here. And then you can't trust that person anymore. Right. She feels so betrayed. But dad um, and Brenda go to the park and Amy goes to the church and finds the priest and is trying to get the priest to help. Uh, but, but now we priest, realize the priest, like I said earlier, dubious priest. Yes. He's not really, doesn't believe anything he spouts no. off at all because Felice is able to walk into that place. Yeah. She's like, I wouldn't be able to walk in here if you actually believed. Yes. Which is another kind of nod to Fright Night as well, because yeah. that's the whole thing is about faith. And if you don't mm-hmm. have faith. So this is like if the whole, if the priest himself doesn't have faith, then like the whole church doesn't work. Isn't covered. All of it doesn't work. It's also like the guy in the Omen, like mm-hmm. that priest that you're like, you're a priest though. Like, why do you need to get in a church and like for sanctuary? And it's like, oh, because well, you don't actually believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then the f- she like burns him in the face with his Bible. I'm not sure about that, but we'll just go for it. Sure. Um, and then there's a kind of a hide and seek sequence in the church. sequence throughout the church. And the, like, I think it's like the church school and stuff too. And so they end up like in like a costume room, I think where like, 
ultimately where um, Amy stakes Felice in the neck. With some scissors. With scissors. Pretty hardcore. If she was real hardcore, you'd stab and then open. Yeah, but it didn't matter because nothing happens because no. Felice just pulls the scissors out because she says you can't kill something that is already dead. dead. She's a corpse. Because we've mm-hmm. also had this Brenda's taken her blood f- to the lab. She had a cut when she was cutting all that freaking vegetables and stuff like that. And for- the, her friend who's the what did, fl- phlebotomist, is that what they yeah. call it? Phlebotomist is like, uh, this is corpse blood. So now they is know. Is this a joke? That's what he says uh, to you. As they bring Terry into the... Um, the, oh, the hospital yeah and Terry. brenda ids him she's like oh i know who this kid is oh no and she's like going back to the house so now we got final girl situation sure terry's there uh not sorry terry's dead brenda runs back <laughs> amy's there at the house and they've figured out and amy has been put under felice's spell now because she took off ripped off the crucifix in the midst of like so the that whole was that like thing protecting with amulet and now she's mm-hmm. like on an altar ready to be sacrificed and or turned into felice is going to become her the next felice mm-hmm. but felice has got to get ready you got to get all your voodoo stuff together so she's got to prepare her so she's like basically embalming her and like making her look dead 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 and is able to pretty pr- completely hypnotize dad and it's just this complete succubus just like using yeah, dad she has to- sex with him and like tries to like bring him back into her like lair and succubus yeah man those succubus like basically breaks Succubi. his arm breaks his one of his arms like in the midst of it it's crazy anyway he's like sucking out his life brenda force. pulls amy out of the window mm-hmm they end up like down like by the pool. This is where the final big scene happens. Well, it's, of course it's going to be in the pool. Because we've been teasing this pool the whole damn movie. And I was like, oh my God. And then pool finale. We've got, now we're going to get our little weed whacker situation in. We've yeah. got the pool. We've got um, fire all of a sudden now. You got the cat. You got Brenda versus the cat. There's like an electrical socket. She sticks the cat in. The bottle breaks. And she Amy says, and Felice was are- it- burn felix what is it you fucker <laughs> fuck you felix that's what she says so she's got a, she electrocutes a cat because earlier in the movie at the pool party you're like what has happened there was like oh the electrical's not great or something oh, out by the they, pool at like mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie and i was like oh they bring it back because she's able to like electrocute this cat like by this like faulty wire of this lamp by the pool i was and, like that's not safe by a pool but brenda's hardcore because she wants to shoot felice and felice is like hey you can't kill somebody that's already dead and brenda's like you want to fucking bet and just like shoots her in the fucking face yeah doesn't, doesn't do anything doesn't work so now they're really brawling and then the horrible thing comes out of felice's mouth that she's so it's like, this weird little it looks like a little alien little demon alien like the it alien, looks like the alien the from alien, alien. Yeah. looks like the little one that comes out of john's hurts chest instead of small and in her mouth and it's going to be going into it's Meredith tried, so what, basically mouth. what the kiss is it's a demon trans transporting so it reminds me a little bit of buffy mm-hmm. kind of like that like demon situation of like sending the demon to something else so it's like a parasite kind of that lives inside it's of like you. a parasite demon okay so she's trying to pass it down because I guess there was something against this whole family, basically, generation, generation. She comes to get the kiss or the steam and comes to get the kiss. So so they're uh, in the middle of it. Dad comes over and rips off uh, Felice's back. Like her, all her back skin. Yeah, her comes back skin's off, gross. And then puts her in the pool and impales her with the thing. It's all very. And then there's an explosion. Pool on fire. Pools on fire. And then, yeah, and Amy's trying to get out of the pool. <laughs> Brenda can't get her out of the pool. And you're still not sure at the end, kind of, if the demon... I wasn't sure at the end. I wrote still. I was like, I'm still not sure. If So it's, if is it's, it dead or did it get into her? Because you can't tell. Oh. Because I, she was stuck in the pool. Oh. Remember, she couldn't get out of the pool. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, she is under Brenda, but it was like she was just in the pool. Mm. Maybe I the transfer know. is complete. Well, the kiss, too, will let us know. Oh. Oh, it didn't wait, happen. No kiss, too. 
sorry about that, that this film didn't do very well. I am, but you that know, swimsuit did its job. Swimsuit on point. Meredith Salinger, charming as fuck, as and gorgeous always. as always. She's so cute. It's and the she, eyes, like charisma, everything. I love her. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think the gore in this movie is more better than it deserves to be. Like they're giving yes. you bigger gore than you expect, which I, I mean, appreciate. when they leave a leg underneath a truck, impressive. So I'm, I was in. I'm surprised that this movie doesn't get more play, to be honest. There isn't, I don't know many people who have heard of it, but I yeah. think that it's worth a watch. It's not, you know, we're not talking about Evil Dead or anything here, but, but you can watch it with your friends. Yeah. It's a good, like, movie night movie yes. with your with your homies. Like, if the, you want to, like, watch something that you're just like, chomp some Doritos. You've probably never seen this before. It's freaking weird. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Great little ball situation. I like the flirtation between, like, the lovers and stuff, too. Uh-huh. And, like, even the weirdness, because she's so weirded out by Felice, because Felice is always touching her. Yeah. Like, it's really incestuous looking and it's like uncomfortable and I think that's great. So, okay, gore factor. Yeah. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. And five, run for the barf bag. And we give the kiss. A three. A three. Yeah. It's not going to make you run for the barf bag, but it, there are definitely some little cringy moments there's and things the like escalator, that. There's the escalator, the which if you have any type of escalator trauma like oh. I do, it'll definitely hit you hard. A trigger. A little, little trigger. Alert. Trigger warning. Yes. For my escalator friends. Anyone else who fell in the escalator, let me know. <laughs> um, movie rating, we have zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. Um, I'm going to give this... A three. Yes, I as well. Give it a three. Three's all around then. Yeah, I think it's a it's a super three. I just I'm happy to see it because I just it was fun to watch and I'm not mad about it and I love Terry and I love like all the little like goofy eighties like nods and winks and everything about mm-hmm. that and like the outfits and all that stuff too. Yeah. And like Felice is a model in her model portfolio. It's so show. good. I it's great. I love it. It reminded me a little bit. Anyway, I digress. Back to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I seen worse, seen better. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's Meredith Salinger is kind of worthwhile watching. So I kind of watch anything she's in always. Um, and yeah, so next week we're going to do a film. So uh, our Patreon listeners, if you're out there, heard an interview that we did with a friend of mine from England named Andrea Dyer, who is well, sorry Andrea Regan now. That was yeah, her maiden name. She changed. Um, she got married like forever ago. Uh, <laughs> so Andrea Regan, uh, and she uh, asked us to do a film uh lucky mckee's the woman mm-hmm. uh which both terry and i know nothing about none of us so but we we love our fans to give us and our listeners to give us ideas and suggestions and she gave us this one and we're gonna do it and see where we go with it because mm-hmm. who knows what we're in for that's the delight yes it'll be wonderful no matter what it is that's 100 percent true so if you have a movie that you would like to hear us review make sure that you let us know on our facebook twitter and instagram we take suggestions i have a big list on my phone i will yes, gladly add yours to to the list yeah we are and adding those my date maybe someday we'll be doing a film that you want to hear us talk about and we also have a patreon as we just mentioned and you can get little delightful tidbits like our interview with andrea yeah and, and she so has an much adorable more. british accent and like it's the oh, cutest thing it's ever the loveliest thing ever i adore her so much oh thank you for talking to me about the thank kiss you. thank you for talking with me about the kiss it was you're, wonderful you're great you, no you're great you know who else is great who meredith salinger Stop. She's wonderful. Okay. She's luminous. Yeah. I adore her. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. Okay. Amen. Yay. Bye. Bye.